The Lord be with you. Let us pray. God of the cross, as we hear the words of Scripture, we are pointed to your living word who walked among us, and we are surrounded by your spirit who whispers words within our hearts and minds. Inspire us in our hearing and reflecting, that we may move beyond your words into life-changing acts of grace, love, hope, and peace. Amen. The lesson today is from John chapter 3, verses 1 through 9. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, No one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Nicodemus came to Jesus at night. I wonder if that's not true for most of us, if we too don't come to Jesus at night. Life is different at night. At night, our surroundings are obscured in shadow, and we struggle to see clearly. At night, life feels less secure, our identity less certain. One can easily become lost and confused. At night, caution becomes our companion. Our life feels at greater risk. At night, one's fears, kept at bay in the light of day, are set free to torment. At night, life is more difficult and at times even painful. Life is different at night. As a child, I was afraid of the night. I still fear the night today. For different reasons, though. It was night when my grandparents died. It was night when I was notified that my mom had a seizure. It was night when I lost my first patient as a chaplain. Life is different at night. I was in my fifth week of being on call overnight. Chaplains don't sleep well when they're on call. There's always the apprehension of the pager going off at night. 
which only happens if there's a trauma or a patient is actively dying. I was ready, though, confident, perhaps eager for that first page. That night, it was a little after 1 a.m. when the pager began to chime. I was at the hospital within 25 minutes. I forgot my tie. Hospitals are eerily quiet at night. You see hardly anyone. I went directly to the nurse's station in the emergency department to check in and inquire about the patient and the location of the patient's family. While at the station, the doctor on duty approached and he told us that the patient had died. The patient was five months old. And then he asked me to accompany him to notify the child's parents. I remember the night in fragments. The mother's hopeful face when we entered the room. The father's stillness as the doctor explained the medical procedures. The absence of air in the room when the words, I'm sorry to tell you, were spoken. Warm blankets switched out every 25 minutes until dawn to provide a sense of comfort for those left behind as they held their child who had returned to God. Life is different at night. What I do remember clearly about that night was a feeling of a fragmentation, insufficiency. Who I was in the light of day, my accomplishments, my work, my reputation, my knowledge, those things born of the flesh provided me no stability or meaningful answers. In the light of the new day, I, I felt unfamiliar and changed. I didn't know what to do, which was hard for me to accept. I always know what to do, but I didn't then. And I carried that for weeks. Life is different at night. And I believe we all know what that's like. We live daytime lives and we live nighttime lives. By day, we live life with a sense of identity and security. We have a place and a purpose. Life has meaning and direction. In the nighttime of life, Life feels hidden. Facets of life don't make sense. We don't understand. We struggle to make our way forward. We always live better in the light of day. Which is not surprising. Daytime life is the life we create for ourselves. Most of us will do whatever we can to avoid darkness. It's never our first choice. However necessary, 
critically necessary for our faith. There's a reason we are marked with ashes at the beginning of Lent. Because we need to be reminded of our mortality. We need to remember that what is born of the flesh is flesh. And that there is more to us and our lives than what we can create for ourselves. Of course, the great temptation in the darkness of life is to think that if we just get the right answer, if we can understand and explain it all away, why did this happen? Why did he die? Why am I so unfulfilled? Why am I unloved? If we can answer and explain those aspects of our life, then we'll know what to do. But such an exploration is exhausting and it's futile. The right answer is always beyond our grasp. Further, the quest for right answers leaves us believing that we are solely responsible for shaping and cultivating meaning in our lives. Life is always different at night. Nicodemus came to Jesus at night asking, how can these things be? He sought answers, information. He believed if he just had the right answer, the nighttime condition of his life and his faith would change. Everything would be right as rain. Jesus did not provide him with easily understood answers. He told Nicodemus he must be born from above. And two verses later, no one can enter the kingdom of heaven without being born of water in the spirit. Nicodemus remains in the dark. Jesus' explanation doesn't make sense to him. It's impossible for a person to be born twice. That's a true story. But Jesus isn't speaking about physical birth. He's speaking about spiritual birth. What Nicodemus could not understand was that the that deliverance from this long night of his life could not be achieved through self-sufficiency. Faith is more than an academic pursuit. Faith is believing in what cannot readily be seen or easily understood. Our infinite God is beyond our finite abilities. True faith is surrendering of self, those things born of the flesh, and trusting in God's ability over one's own ability. The discomfort and the struggle in the nighttime of our lives 
is part of our journey. The labor pains of new life. It's always important to remember that we cannot birth ourselves. That's the work of the Spirit. So let yourself be born. Don't fight or try to flee. Surrender all that you thought you were and become. Lent is our reminder that the nighttime of life will not last forever. No matter how dark or painful, there is always the promise of new life, abundant life, God's life. Thanks be to God. Amen.